Tonight, what came from DC's first fandom, or is that fandom? Marvel puts Wolverine in three colors, and theaters open up. But is it a good idea? All that and more on the comics edition of Multiverse tonight. Comic books, sci-fi, fantasy, and more. If you're looking for a roundup of geeky news, you're in the right place. This is Multiverse Tonight. And here's your host, Thomas Townley. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 91 of Multiverse Tonight, the comic book, comic book edition. Yeah, we're uh, only nine away from episode 100. So, you know, if you'd like to congratulate congratulate me or, you know, make me a new logo or something like that, yeah. Now would be a good time to get started. Anyway... For those of you who are watching this on on YouTube or or Twitch or Facebook or any other place that I'm streaming it, I'll just show you my new uh, Marvel Legends Stan Lee action figure. It's inspired by Stan Lee's cameo as the skeptical chess player in the first Avengers movie. It's very nice. It's got augra- it has Stan Lee's autograph on a Captain America shield. It's very nice. Um, not really, not really too much to report today. Um, there's a, a bit of news from DC's first self-convention. Let's see if it, let's see if this becomes a thing or not. Who knows? But, uh, anyway, let's get on with the DC news. Find out what's in this box. DC Fandom has come and gone, and here are the highlights. The Batman had trailer, and it was revealed that the movie is only 30% shot. The film is scheduled for release in 2021. There was a brand new trailer for Wonder Woman 1984, a brand new trailer for the Justice League Snyder Cut, and I gotta admit, it looked damn good. But be prepared for a long show... Um, HBO Max will be putting it up in four-hour-long installments. So, yeah, I guess if you want to, if you if you want to sit and and through a four-hour movie, you're covered. If you just want to make this like a four-hour miniseries, you're covered there too. The new game Gotham Knights was revealed, and it's a co-op adventure game featuring Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl, and Red Hood fighting to protect Gotham City after the apparent death of Batman. They'll face off against the Court of Owls and other members from the Dark Knight's Rogue Gallery. Isn't the apparent death of Batman pretty much every time? Now, the Flash movie was revealed. Uh, Barry Allen will be getting a brand new Batman-made costume, and they confirmed that the Flash will be time-traveling in order to change the DC multiverse. They also hinted that uh, they will be revisiting classic DC movies with concept art showing the Flash teaming up with Michael Keaton's Batman. Pretty, pretty cool. At the Suicide Squad panel, James Gunn revealed every character for the movie. 
Now, Idris Elba will play Bloodsport. Margot Robbie will play Harley Quinn. Viola Davis will play Amanda Waller. Sean Gunn played Weasel. Pat- Pete Davidson plays Blackguard. I'm not a fan of Pete Davidson, so. Danielle Melchior will play Ratcatcher 2. Joel Kinnaman will play Colonel Rick Flagg. Nathan Fillion will play TDK. Jai Courtney will play Captain Boomerang. Steve Agee will play the onset Captain Shark with the voice talent coming from WWE's Samoa Joe. John Mailing Nig will play Mongol. David Desk Mulligan will play Polka Dot Man. Alice, Alice, Alice Braga will play Soul Soria. John Cena will play the hero Peacemaker. Juan Diego Bodo will play Presidente General Silvio Luna. Peter Capaldi will play The Thinker. Michael Roker will play Savant. Flua Borg plays Javelin. Joaquin Cosio is Mayor General Mateo Suarez. Jennifer Holland plays Amelia Harcourt, and Storm Reed plays Tyla. Now, uh, Gunn has said that this was, quote, by far the most fun I've ever had making a movie, unquote. He also confirmed on Twitter, quote, I can confirm the Suicide Squad is 100%, zero interference, no holds barred, me. And again, I can't wait for you guys to get a glimpse of it at hashtag DC Fandom. Yes, I'm pimping fandom a lot, but that's because I know how exciting it's going to be for my fam- my film and other stuff too. Unquote. I'm kind of you know my interest is kind of peaked. I don't know about you. Now there will also be a Suicide Squad game that was revealed. Uh, this one comes from Rocksteady Studios. It'll be another co-op game, and it'll be out in 2022 for PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Black Adam was teased with Dwayne Johnson revealing that along with Noah Centino as Adam Smasher, we'll see the Justice Justice Society of America. Now, there have been no casting news, but the cast will feature Hawkman, Cyclone, and Dr. Fate. Conversely, the Shazam 2 panel revealed that the movie will be called Shazam! Fury of the Gods, and will be out in November of 2022. Now, the Aquaman movie was teased, uh, really only with a note from James Wan that was, quote, a little bit more serious, a little bit more relevant to the world that we're living in today, unquote. I'm sorry. You know, I don't know what that means. But if it, if it, if it's anything like the world of today, I don't want to see it. Sandman, uh, the Sandman on Netflix's panel had Neil Gaiman showing the, saying that the show will be faithful to the books, but slightly looser, and that the pandemic has allowed for more work on the scripts. Titans Season 3 will see Jason Todd becoming the Red Hood, and will see Barbara Gordon becoming GCPD Commissioner, and Dr. Jonathan Crane's Scarecrow will also be making an appearance on the show. And uh, the big news was that the Milestone Im- Comics imprint will be making a return. And uh, that was pretty much the the breadth of it. But uh, it's all not it's just all not sunshine and lollipops at DC Warner Media right now, as they've laid off dozens from the company, including 
Editor-in-Chief Bob Harris, Senior VP of Publishing Strategy and Support Services, and Canales, VP of Marketing and Creative Services, Jonah Weiland, VP Global Publishing Incentive Initiatives and Digital Strategy, Bobby Chase, Senior Story Editor Brian Cunningham, and Executive Editor Mark Doyle, who oversaw the rollout of the Black Label Graphics novels. Now, Jim Lee remains the Chief Creative Officer. Now, according to sources, about a third of the editors are getting laid off. Insiders have also told The Hollywood Reporter that a majority of the staff at DC Universe are gone as well, seeming to indicate that the streaming service might not be long for this world. Also gone is DC Direct, the in-house merchandising and collectibles arm, ending its 22-year-long history of making Green Lantern rings and batarangs. Now, in the interim, DC Comics has named Marie Javins and Michelle Wells as interim editors-in-chief, Javins was in charge of digital strategy at DC, and Wells was head of the Young Adult imprint. In an interview about that change with The Hollywood Reporter, DC publisher Jim Lee said, quote, We thought it would be a great pairing to bring them together to help draft and organize the content we're doing along these lines. Across digital, across global, we want to make sure we have diversity and inclu inclusivity and making it in a way that we have authenticity to the storytelling that we're doing. It's really about consolidating all of our efforts and having every editors involved in all of these directives and also organizing, broadly speaking, in content that is for kids 6 to 11 and then 12 to 45. It's about consulting format and oversight to a smaller, more concentrated editorial group, unquote. Now, he also confirmed that comics at DC aren't dead and that they're very much in the business of making comics. They will just be making less comics, saying, quote, We'll be reducing the size of the slate, but it's about looking at everything and looking at the bottom 20%. 25% of the line that wasn't breaking even or was losing money. It's about more punch for the pound, so to speak, and increasing the margins of the books that we are doing. It was about aligning the books to the franchise brand content we've developed and making sure that every book we put out, we put out for a reason, unquote. Now, he also disputed the rumor that DC will only start selling trades and Marvel will start publishing DC's comics. Now, there's a lot more to the interview, and if you want to read it, we'll have a link to it in the show notes. The Joker's new sidekick, Punchline, is getting her own origin story one-shot. Punchline, number one, arrives in November. The issue is written by Batman writer and Punchline co-creator James Tinian IV and Sam Johns, and has art from Mirka Andolfo, and a cover by Yasmin Putri, and a variant cover by Frank Cho. The story follows the consequences of her role in the Joker War. Quote, Punchline is the story of Alexis Kay, and how she'll make take Leslie Tompkins, Harper Rowe, and Colin Rowe on a harrowing journey that reveals her reclamation to the Joker's ideology, unquote. It'll be out on November 10th. This, this uh, December DC Comics, this December, DC Comics is releasing Through the 80s, The End of Era's hardcover, and it will be inc and including in it the entire text of Alan Moore's unproduced Twilight of the Superheroes proposal. Now, Twilight of the Superheroes was supposed to be something that Moore proposed before he left DC in 1987. Twilight would have restored the multiverse 
and would have taken place in a future ruled by superhero dynasties and chronicled the final battle between heroes, villains, and aliens. The hardcover will also feature issues from various 80s DC comics as well as essays, and it'll be out on December 15th for a cost of $49.99. Swamp Thing will premiere on the CW on October 6th with a 90-minute premiere. Now, the series was canceled by DC Universe, but don't expect it to get a second season on CW. CW president Mark Pedowitz said in May, quote, At the moment, it's just one season. I don't, I do not know if it would come back. Obviously, that would be a discussion for Warner Brothers and the CW. But this time, Swamp Thing is just the episodes we have, unquote. Now, in other words, big ratings might be enough to get, get you a second season. So if you really want it, you're going to have to shop for it. It's a lot like voting. Now, let's go on to the Marvel news. Marvel Comics is editing the Age of Kanshu and is welcoming us to enter the to enter the Phoenix. Here's the official teaser: "Quote, keep an eye keep an eye on Jason Aaron and Javier Guerin's latest Avengers epic, The Age of Kanshu, for startling startling revelations about Moon Knight amidst the thunder's clash with a disgruntled god bent on reshaping the world on his image." Then gear up for the grand return of the cosmic chaos bringer of life and death in Jason Aaron and Javier Guerrero's Enter the Phoenix on sale in December. Unquote. Marvel Comics is making a new anthology series, Wolverine Black, White, and Blood. The series will see stories drawn in black and white with just a splash of red. Launching in November, each issue has three stories taking places at various points in our hero's life. Episode 1 will have a story with Gary Duggan and Adam Kubert taking place at the Weapon X training facility. Matthew Rosenberg and Joshua Kassara show Wolverine undercover with Nick Fury, and Declan Shalvey gets Logan into a deadly trap. Now, future issues of Wolverine, Black, White, and Blood include stories by Vida Alea, Chris Claremont, Saladin Ahmad, Amid, Donny Cates, Ed Bryson, Kelly Thompson, Greg Land, Salvador Loraca, Kev Walker, Chris Pachalo, Leonard Kirk, and others. The series starts this November. And now, to the geek news. Yeah, I know, the Marvel news was kind of short, but there wasn't a lot of Marvel news. Theaters are opening back up, and it looks like the new movies, like the New Mutants and Tenant, will finally get to hit the big screen. Yeah. I think something's frozen over, but it is. But is it such a good idea to go? Now, Doctor Strange director Scott Derrickson doesn't think so. He took to Twitter to push for everyone to stay home instead, saying, quote, "Don't go see Tenant or any other movie in theater." There, I said, unquote. Now, I think he might be right. I frankly wouldn't go unless it's a matinee with very, very few people, or we can get this under control with a vaccine. You know. Um, I'm even thinking of getting uh, the new Bill and Ted movie, which comes out in just a few days, digitally, and watching it at home. Anyway, New York Comic Con will be, yep, you guessed it, virtual. The online event will take place from October 8th to the 11th via the via their YouTube channel. Now, the first panels to be announced are Star Trek, American Gods, and Hulu FX. 
Fans will get to interact with panel via YouTube live chat or ReadPop's Discord channel. ReadPop will also have a virtual marketplace for autographs, videos, and professional workshops. Brandon Lee's costume from The Crow has sold at auction for $25,000, according to Krauss GWS Auctions. The distressed black shirt, leather pants, and trench coat were worn in multiple scenes from the 1994 classic. The star died after being accidentally shot during the making of the film. Apple and Google have both banned Fortnite from their respective app stores. Publisher Epic Games is now suing both Apple and Google. Now, in a statement to Deadline.com, Apple said, quote, Epic enabled a feature in its app, which was not reviewed or approved by Apple, and they did so with the express intent of violating the app store guidelines, unquote. And uh, in another statement with Deadline, we will make every effort to work with Epic to resolve these violations so they can return Fortnite to the App Store, unquote. Now, apparently, this is over Epic allowing people to skip the Apple and Google stores and allow players to pay Epic directly. Yeah, I think... Uh, I would think that they would want their cut. And that brings us to the end of the comic book news. Uh, you can be sure to check us out on our social media. We're at Twitter, at, uh, at Multiverse Tom. We're also on Facebook and Instagram as uh, Multiverse Tonight. And uh, if you'd like to contribute to the show, we have a uh, coffee, Patreon, or Glow.fm links where you can just throw a sh- few shekels our way and, uh, you know, make my day, that's for sure. And uh, if you don't want to go searching for those, you can just hit the support me link at the top of the page. And be sure to check out multiversetonight.com to check out the affiliate marketplace links, the link to the Tee Public store, our show notes, and so much more. And if you're a subscriber, please be sure to share with your friends. And if you're brand new to the show, please be sure to to subscribe and uh if you want to leave us with some feedback, that'd be all right, too. Now, special thanks to Shane Ivers for the intro music and Loba Loco for the outro theme music. Thanks for watching the comic book edition of Multiverse Tonight. We'll be back in two weeks with a brand new sci-fi and comic book edition. Now, please, please, exit the universe in orderly fashion and go vote. Good night. Multiverse Tonight is a production of Half-Baked Genre Productions, copyright 2020, all rights reserved.